Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode, or the High End Virtual Assistant Podcast. It's your host, Chrissy Michelle, the High End Virtual Assistant Coach and Mentor. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how I started my virtual assistant business at 19 years old while I was in college, and how you can too. Okay, but before we dive into that, I have an announcement to make. We have a payment plan for the Six Figure VA Accelerator Program. So we have a 12-month payment plan available. And so if you're interested in checking that out, you can click the link in the podcast episode description or go to my Instagram and click on the link in the bio at High VA, and you'll be able to see all of that information and sign up. Okay, so anyway, um, let's dive in to how the story of me starting my virtual assistant business while I was in college at 19 years old. Okay, so I had been previously working as a coffee shop worker. So actually somebody messaged me the other day and they're like, I work, I work in customer service, can I do this? Like, is it possible for me to charge premium rates as a new virtual assistant? And the answer is yes, you can. You could be earning $50 per hour or more. And literally i used to work at a coffee shop and i was a cashier and i also made drinks made food did stock cleaned all that stuff and it was a stressful job for me because we were on a major highway and i didn't have a lot of team member support you might have heard me talk about this in another podcast episode but uh i i was working for seven dollars and 25 cents per hour Okay, so I was earning minimum wage at the time back in 2017. And I went from that to earning $50 per hour as a virtual assistant, earning high cash money as a virtual assistant and living my rich AF lifestyle of traveling, co-working, having the best coffees and pastries and food, going to concerts, all of that stuff, all of that fun stuff that happens when you live in the DC metro area. Um, yeah, so I was 19 years old when I started, okay? I was just in college for a little bit of time and I was looking for ways to make money online. But I was looking for like a, a secure way, like something that was like legit. And I came across virtual assistance. And it's like, all you have to do is provide administrative services to people that will pay you the cash money. Okay. And so literally all I had to do was look for business owners or professionals that would pay me the cash money to do administrative work. And I would get paid when I provided the service and it's a service-based business and it's legit okay it's not like something that required a lot of capital to start up it's not like something that required a lot of a lot of work on my end i mean it was pretty easy back in 2017 these days it 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 can be a little bit harder because there's more competition out there and you have to, you know, use proven client attraction strategies 
to land your dream clients. I mean, the clients that I landed, you can land clients fast, but they might not be your dream clients. You know, in the beginning, they might be your dream clients, but then you might have problems with them and they start to not become your dream clients anymore. Okay. And so that can happen, especially if you're just starting out. Um, but yeah, so I was in college at the time and I was majoring in criminology. Let me know if you are a criminology major or you majored in criminology. I actually didn't end up, end up with a criminology degree. I actually graduated a couple months ago. Um, it took me like seven years to get my bachelor's degree, which is insane. I know. Um, I actually didn't think I was going to get it because I was so busy with my business and everything was going really well. And so I was like, I just want more and more and more. And I, I, I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to elevate to an up level. And I'm really enjoying my time as a business owner that's running around the streets of the DC metro area, DC, Maryland, and Virginia, and is hosting these co-working events for a national co-working club for women and is hosting these also these social events too along with the professional co-working events and is living her best life literally at coffee shops hotels luxury hotels um libraries luxury apartments and um co-working spaces and so i'm here i'm making friends i'm meeting new people i'm meeting these awesome women that are like so amazing in their careers or their businesses and they just blow me away and I'm 19 years old managing this group so everybody's older than me and I'm like I'm I'm nervous I'm feeling you know like an imposter I'm not knowing what I'm doing but I'm showing up anyway and I'm like I'm here to lead this group you know and I had some support so that's nice gotta take a Stanley sip Just a Stanley sip. So anyway, <sighs> um, I I really love my Stanley. You know, this Stanley doesn't sponsor me, but I really love my Stanley. Like I've I drink way more water now. I I just love it. Like I love my Stanley. I love it so much. It keeps me hydrated. And it's just so amazing. I don't know what it is about it. Like, I don't know what it is about it. It's not like a regular cup. It's so sturdy and it's heavy and filled up with so much liquid that I love to consume. Just water right now. But anyway, back to the story. Um... So basically 19 and I'm feeling like an imposter with my virtual assistant business too. Like when I had my first discovery call, it went well. It, I got the client, I got the ADHD coaching client and she was an amazing woman. And literally, um, I landed her as a client. She was excited to work with me and it was so easy. I was so nervous though on that discovery call because I'm 19, she's like in her 40s and I'm thinking she's looking at me like, who is this kid 
like, I mean, she didn't know my age, but, you know, I, I didn't want her to find that out. I, I was just thinking, like, she's going to see me as some, like, dumb kid or whatever that, like, can't possibly help her out with whatever she needs. Like, she's not going to pay me $25 per hour. Like, that's a lot of money compared to my $7.25 per hour. But she ended up paying me that money. And then I increased my rates to $50 per hour. And she ended up paying that, too. And I worked with her for quite some time. And I became her head of operations. Okay? So, literally, it all starts with just a dream and a willingness to keep on being persistent. Keep on pushing forward. Even when you feel like an imposter, even when it feels like no one's ever going to hire you because you're so young, when people will hire you at your age, like people will hire you if you're 18, 19, 20, 21, you're in college, people will hire you. As long as you do a good job and provide quality service, you have nothing to worry about. If you don't, if you're not good at managing your priorities and you're not good at providing good service to your clients and you're dropping the ball because you're like oh like here's the thing you can be in college and have a booming business but you can't be the one there's a difference you can, you're either a high-end virtual assistant or you're not you can be the one that's inconsistent you can be the one that drops the ball you can be the one that makes up excuses as to why you didn't get done the assignment that you did even though you promised and you said i would get this done i would make this commitment you could be like, oh, well, sorry, I had a college essay to write and that's why I didn't get it done or I had a game or I had this or I had that and that's that's not good business. No. You do what you say you're going to do, okay? You're consistent. You're disciplined. You show up and you do what you say you're going to do and you provide the quality service. That's a high-end virtual assistant. That's somebody that can command premium pricing for their services. That's somebody that has referrals coming to them because they're building their business word of mouth. They don't have to worry about clients because they're doing such a good job with their current clients that they have. They're not treating them terribly. They're not treating them like they're a second priority. They're not treating them like, you know, this is just a side business. No, you treat it like this is a business even if it's a side hustle, this is a business that I take seriously. This is my main hustle. This is something that I see turning into a massive empire. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. And I'm going to be the best virtual assistant that I can be. Okay. And so, yeah. Um, I was just thinking, I can't wait to put this audio clip on social media because a lot of people need to hear what I'm saying right now, especially if you're in college and you want a side hustle, the best college side hustle that you can do is start a virtual assistant business. It's not e-commerce or drop shipping or affiliate marketing or I don't even know what else the kids are doing these days. It's starting a service-based business and in particular a virtual assistant business because you can get paid high cash money to do administrative work, okay? so. Yeah. Let's see. 19 years old. Once upon a time, I was 19 years old and I started a virtual assistant business and I thought no one was going to hire me. And 
I got hired pretty quickly and your age doesn't matter. Literally, it doesn't matter if you're 19 or if you're 54, your age does not matter. You can still make it work, okay? Literally, how I, I, I mentioned this, I think, maybe in a different podcast, uh, but I, um, when I see younger people than me crushing it, I would definitely work with them. As long as they're they're like focused on giving a good experience um, and, and being professional, I would definitely work with them. Um, that's the thing. Like, I'm not down to work with somebody that's like immature or is like parting so much so they aren't delivering on what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> You know, nothing wrong with partying, but if you're dropping the ball and your business isn't a priority because you're in your younger years and you're just like, woo, you know, like, let me just do whatever. I don't care. No responsibility. Yay. I have this business. I'm sometimes showing up. I'm sometimes not. Who cares? I'm going to treat my clients terribly. <laughs> like, no, those vibes are not a vibe. But if you're younger, you can have a fun side, but you can still also show up and do what you need to do. That is such a vibe, you know? That's such a vibe. So, um, basically what I'm saying is your age does not matter. If you are in college, people will hire you. You don't have to prove yourself. That's the wrong thing to do. You don't. You don't have to like prove yourself because you're young that's not what you should be thinking um you should just show up and do what you say you're gonna do and you know do your business provide quality service you know uh, answer questions crush it on the discovery call and you'll get the clients um you know it's important for you to know what you're talking about <laughs> if you don't know what you're talking about well you know there's practice that you can have you know you might not crush it on your first discovery call like I did. You might it might take you time. It might take you lots of repetition, and that's okay. Okay, you don't have to be an expert right off the bat. You don't have to know it all, um, but you should be be prepared. You should you know have rehearsed or practiced a little bit on your own. Um, although it doesn't really take much practice because it's just a conversation and you should be able to answer the questions it's just a conversation if you don't know something you just say i don't know you know um because i hate those questions where like the dumbest questions are asked sometimes <laughs> i think they're dumb like you know like interview questions that are really dumb that just are there to trip you up and annoy you like i don't i, don't, I can't think of like what's your favorite superhero something like that or i mean of course you could probably answer that or maybe you don't have one too and it's just like why are you asking me this <laughs> like why or what would you do if a client was yelling at you how would you handle that situation i would handle that situation like you know blah 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 answer it in a good manner like i just hate that those are like what are the expert experiential questions or whatever like 
they're trying to figure out what you would do in a situation because they're trying to see like how you would handle the situation if you're a good hire and i just hate all of that i'm like just give just let's keep it like your your questions on the discovery call should not be that intense if they are you're really trying to make the good the right hire i understand but it's also really annoying and i i hate that like when i hire people i only ask a couple questions um there are a couple basic questions like um why do you think you're a good fit for the job um what experience do you have just basic questions that help me get a better understanding and you know maybe i'm too trusting but i'm like i mean i have had some bad hires that is also the case but there's no amount of questions that you can ask that can that can help you to not have a bad hire sometimes people present really well and then they just drop the ball entirely and that's what happened with this one girl that i hired and she said oh i can do this i'm gonna do this i'm so excited to work with you all this stuff and then when it came to the project she dropped midway not even midway it was like a couple days and she was like oh i can't do this anymore and i had already hired her and i was annoyed at that um because she she presented really well i was excited to work with her and then she dropped the ball she dropped the ball so i've hired quite a few people i've had some really great hires and i've had a few sucky hires now some people have surprised me like I've had hires that they didn't present well in the application but when I got on a call with them they totally just blew me away and I was like oh my gosh I know you're the one for me and then they provided exceptional service and this is when I was working with an accountability coach um, I've had I've had really good accountability coaches before one-on-one -on -one. and we actually offer one-on-one -on -one accountability coaching if you join the six-figure VA accelerator program oh my gosh <coughs> I just keep on sneezing like it, it's just it just keeps on happening I don't know why I'm like I guess I don't know what's happening they say that there's this sickness going around and they don't know the name of it at least that's what I saw on social media <laughs> That's what I saw on social media. So, uh, yeah. And I don't really feel sick. I just keep on sneezing a lot. So there's that. Um, back to being in college. So how do you manage your college workload? So to be honest, I was not the best college student. But I'll tell you one thing, if you hire an accountability coach, you're gonna be better off than you would if you didn't have an accountability coach. Um, that's gonna really help you be productive and get done what you need to get done and manage your priorities. And if you go check out my planner that I have, if you go grab my planner, that's also really gonna help you. My physical planner, my ultimate productivity planner is really gonna help you, okay? So if you go grab that on Amazon, that's gonna help you so so much i can't wait for my copy to come in the mail i'm so excited about it 
and literally it's the best planner ever okay that's gonna help you manage your priorities it's gonna help you time block it's gonna help you just do your three MITs per day and um, yeah so if you're like how do I manage all of this well you could be working 10 to 20 hours per week and also be managing your college workload a full-time schedule or a part-time schedule depending on what you want to do and to be honest it's not that complicated really depending on what kind of school you have so i did in-person school in-person university i went to the university of maryland college park good old umd good old terp life and i did that for a couple years and then i switched to online I, I switched to university of maryland global campus they now call it not university college anymore and i switched to online university and i still stayed in college park for quite some years i stayed there for quite a bit of time in the most amazing house ever I lived with four other roommates and I have lived in terrible places for college okay like I've lived in the suckiest apartment with mice or rats or whatever they were and these things called sprickets which are spider crickets coming out of the tub while you're in the <laughs> what's never happened while I was in the shower <laughs> I don't even remember like Obviously, I showered, but I don't even remember the experience of like using the shower. Um, yeah, but obviously, I did shower. Obviously, it's just been a while since I last showered. No, I'm just kidding. It's just been a while since I um, since I have been in that apartment, so I just don't remember. All I remember is there was just there was there were sprickets coming up from the, the drain and they were hopping all over the place. It was the scariest thing ever. And this place had mice. That's actually more scary. The 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 mice were more scary. I can't believe I lived in a place with mice. Like literally <laughs> I feel like haven't we all been there though at one point? Maybe not. Maybe some of you are like, I would never live in a place with mice. Like never. Okay, but this is what it's like when you're a college student and you're broke and you're you're living the college life and you're not necessarily putting your money towards living in a better place that you're making as a virtual assistant you're spending that money on other activities and events and and travel and all of that and you're still living in a place that's mice infested and I only did that for a little bit though then I I moved to a house with four of the roommates and it was it's the best house like this place was recently remodeled and the kitchen was amazing and our rooms were okay they were they were nice um and there was like all hardwood there was a there was a front lawn and a back lawn and there would be all these animals that would come by like the deer would come by and run in our backyard and that was amazing we had a patio in the back that was really nice 
and I would do like yoga out there and I would go on walks around the neighborhood and it was just such a nice neighborhood and it was the dreamiest house ever and my roommates were pretty chill and it was just such an amazing experience and I lived there even when I was doing online college and so I was there for like a couple years. I was there for since like from 2016 to like 2021 so 2016 2017 2018 2019 2020 2021 so like six years like i thought yeah so i was there well no i wasn't at that house for that long i was in college park for six years at that house that was probably like two to three years um yeah two to three years and i used to live I used to live behind the frat houses um, or like behind, what is it like, is it fraternity row or sorority row? I don't even know. Like where there would be a huge U-shape of houses that the frats and the sororities were. And um, I used to live behind there in a place called Leonard Town Apartments or whatever. And I... I used to live with a couple other roommates that were in sororities and I've never done sorority life but they were like really into their sororities and so yeah that was my life and when I was in college like in in-person college I wasn't really the best student. I was in the beginning and I got good grades. Then I stopped showing up to my classes and things went downhill from there and I failed a semester. And I spent most of my time running around the city, uh, getting all of this experience, being a business owner, being a virtual assistant and living my best life in the city and literally going from Maryland to Virginia to DC, exploring the DC metro area and again living my best life like traveling living my best life and then i switched to online college because i felt like that would be better for me and um i my grades were a little bit better with online college online college is easier than um in-person college for sure so maybe that's something that you can look into if you want to I mean, it depends on the college, I guess. But for me, online college was easy-er, easier. And so that might be a, a solution for you if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to have a business while also um, managing college, you could try online school, and pick a good online university that's like accredited or whatever and do what you need to do so i finally graduated a couple months ago actually in december and i got my bachelor's degree in marketing so i started off in criminology but then i switched to marketing because while i found out um while i got my interest in business when i was in criminology like st studying criminology I came across virtual assistants online. I figured out I, I was into business and I wanted to start my own business and become a virtual assistant. And then I was like super into business and I wanted to transfer into the business school. 
but I couldn't because my GPA was so low. And so I switched to online and I got into the marketing program. And I remember, I vaguely remember the struggle that I had of like, I was like so stressed with college. Um, I wasn't doing well. I really wanted to be in the business school, but I couldn't get into the business school. And like, they weren't gonna let me in. And so I was like really down about that. And then I, I had the opportunity to switch to online school and I was like, They're, what if they don't accept me? But I got accepted, of course. And I was like, what if they don't accept me? And I was like, what if I don't make it into the marketing program? What, you know, all of these what ifs. And then they finally accepted me into the marketing program. And then I was a marketing student and it happened so easily. And I was doing online and I had more flexibility than ever before because I didn't have to show up to classes. We didn't have to do online Zooms or whatever. Like it was mostly self-study. And honestly, I didn't even study for my, what I had to do because we did like discussions and papers and stuff. And I did not have to study. I, um, honestly, I didn't even do the readings half the time. Like I didn't have to study. I didn't have to do the readings. I just did what I needed to do to answer the assignments and do do the assignments. And I spent very little time in the last year of my college education. I spent very little time actually working on my college degree and I still got great grades. So that's that's how online education can be really good for you if you're managing a lot. And by this time, I was managing a virtual assistant coaching company um, while I was in college. So I went from being a virtual assistant for like six years to then starting my own virtual assistant coaching company. And so I was doing that while I was in college online. And managing that was pretty easy because I barely had to do anything for college. Like I did a lot of stuff. I mean, I did the discussions and the assignments and the, the papers and all that stuff, but it did not take me long to accomplish. And so that's how I managed a lot. I mean, I also had accountability coaches. So I worked one-on-one -on -one with accountability coaches to accomplish my goals. One of them being graduating. Um, and my planner really helped as well, the physical planner that I mentioned. And so if you want to check out um, the planner, you can click the link in the podcast episode description. And if you want one-on-one -on -one accountability coaching, we actually do 12 months of that uh, for you or with you when you join the Six Figure VA Accelerator program. Okay. And we just released a payment plan, 12-month payment plan for that. So there's that. It's also in the podcast episode description if you're interested. So that's how I manage my workload. And you could even work 40 hours per week in your business and uh, do the college thing, okay? Um, especially if you're doing online college. So it is possible to manage a big workload and be a virtual assistant and be making whatever you wanna make as a virtual assistant and do what you wanna do. And so, um, let's see, do I have anything else to say about college? 
college and virtual assistants. Just that it doesn't matter what your age is, you can become a virtual assistant. It's a great thing to do. It's a great career trajectory to put yourself on, okay? As I've said in other podcast episodes, you can start as a virtual assistant and you can earn like 10 to 50K per year in your first year, okay? You can even earn 100K. And then you can consistently earn 100K for 10 years and you'll have a million in revenue. And, or you could up level and start to charge even premium prices and become an even higher NBA and earn like 290K per year. So over a quarter of a million and then four years will reach a million. And um, it, after that, you could decide to become a virtual assistant agency owner or a virtual assistant coach. And that can lead you to multi six figures or even seven figures in revenue. And so the career trajectory that you're on, there's lots of money to be made. It's a massive empire that you're building. You're not just a virtual assistant. Like when people think of virtual assistants, sometimes they think of like, oh, they're just like lowly paid. But no, you can command premium pricing as a high-end virtual assistant and you can be on a career trajectory that makes you multiple millions in a 10 or 20 or 25 year time span. And so um, you're, go, you're, you're, in, you're in college right now, if you are, you're in college, right? And you have to pay off your loans. Maybe you had 80K in debt like I did. And you are thinking about what career you want to enter into. Starting a business is a good move when you start a virtual assistant business. And honestly, it's a good move if you get support. Like if you join the Six Figure VA Accelerator Program, it's a good move. Because there are a lot of virtual assistants out there that aren't successful, aren't earning consistent 10K months. And it takes them a while. It could take them several years to make any money. And that's not where you want to be. You want to be working with a mentor. You want to be working with a coach. And if you want to build massive empires and you're listening to this, you, you probably somebody that wants to build a massive empire. So you want to be working with the high end virtual assistant coach and mentor. <laughs> you want to be working with the high end virtual assistant coach and mentor. So, uh, yeah, you know, the ways to work with me. And I think that about sums it up for this episode. We're going to actually, I'm going to try to record some more episodes today. So maybe four or more or just four, honestly, four, because <laughs> I want to get these series out. I have, um, some episodes that I want to post on my sales page for the Six Figure VA Accelerator Program. And they've been in my notes for a while, so I wanna get them out. And I also wanna reach 30 episodes by the time March 11th rolls around. So um, we've got goals to hit. But yeah, if you like this episode, be sure to leave us a, a podcast review on Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you share this out to a friend or to your Instagram stories. And if you do, tag us at HiMVA and we'll reshare it to our stories. And that is it for this episode. Thanks for listening.